Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hey everyone and welcome back. Today's episode is a solo one and I want to have a deeper meaningful with you guys and talk about something that I've been thinking a lot about lately and I guess has been very prevalent in my life as of recently. So I've been having a lot of conversations with my friends about this topic and it's just something that just keeps getting brought up. So I want to talk about living in the present and not living in the past or too far into the future because I think this is something that we are all guilty of. And of course, it's totally fine to sometimes refer to the past, but I think it's important to not let it dictate your present tense and your future. And also, Obviously, it's great to plan for your future and think about the future, but sometimes I find myself literally living for the future and forgetting to really embrace the now. So I have so much that I want to say on this topic, and I feel like a lot of you guys will be able to relate to what I say because all of us have social media these days, let's be honest. And social media is amazing, but it does make us refer to our past a lot and does make us think about our future a lot because you're constantly seeing what other people are doing and it makes us compare ourselves and think, oh, I want what they have now. And then it just makes us want to fast track our life and get to where they are. But we've got to remember that we're all in different stages of our own life. We're creating our own lives and we're in different chapters. So you can't compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 20. But anyway, before we get into that a little bit deeper, I want to chat about what's been inspiring you guys lately. Okay, so Julia said that what's been inspiring her are the improvements that she's been seeing in the things that she does. For example, working out, stretching, her sleep schedule, and she says that she's had so much more energy. That's honestly the best feeling when you've been putting so much time and energy into something and you can finally see the improvements and things are paying off. 
off. And I feel like when you start to see the improvements, that inspires you even more to keep going and keep pushing yourself further. So you should be very proud of yourself. I feel like that's so exciting when you start to see improvements. Next up, Danielle said that what's been inspiring her is waking up at five to drive and watch the sunrise with her sister. That sounds like the most amazing way to start the day. And then she said that she gets brekkie and just appreciates nature. There's just something really inspiring about getting up to watch the sunrise and being up before the sun is actually up and the day starts. I think it's because you feel like you've got the whole day ahead of you and yeah, it's just a really good feeling when you're up and it's very inspiring because you're like, I have the whole day ahead of me. I can do whatever I want. So I think that's really nice that you're doing that. Now for what's been inspiring me lately, the first thing that I want to talk about are Instagram reels. If you guys haven't seen these yet, you should definitely check them out. They're basically like TikToks for Instagram and I've been really enjoying making them and watching them. The reason that they've been inspiring me, I guess, is just because it's a new form of content and as a content creator and someone who does social media as a job, you're always wanting to try out different things and it's just really exciting when a new thing is introduced on social media. So I've been really enjoying playing around with Instagram reels and they're really quite easy to do since they're only 15 second videos. So I've been really enjoying doing that. Also, I much prefer doing video content over doing photos, if I'm completely honest. I've never really connected with Instagram because it's based around photos. I don't know why that is. I just, I love photos, but it doesn't come as naturally to me as video and audio. And I feel like the way I like to provide value is by showing you guys what I'm doing through video or talking about something. So I guess reels align better to me than doing an Instagram photo. So yeah, it's been really inspiring me to try something new. Another thing that's been inspiring me lately that I want to talk about is actually an experience that I recently had. So if you guys watched my last video, then you would know that I recently met up with one of my old friends, somebody that I've known for ages, but then we lost contact for a couple of years and only recently got back in touch. And it's just really inspired me to reconnect with people and it's just amazing how like no time can pass with certain people and it's just so nice when you don't see someone for a while and then when you see them you pick up where you left off so yeah it's really inspired me to just reach out and reconnect with people because what's the worst that can happen I feel like we always get so scared to make the first move and reach out but it was just so so nice seeing this friend and It had been about three years since I last saw her and honestly, it was just so, so nice. We had so much to talk about and obviously a lot of history because I went to primary school with this girl and so it was just really nice to catch up now. We are older and more mature and if you guys are thinking of reaching out to someone and getting back in touch with someone who used to be in your life, honestly go for it because what's the worst that can happen and you never know what it could lead to. So there are a couple of things that have been inspiring me lately. I feel like that was a short little intro but obviously we're going to get into our topic now. So like I said before, I wanted to chat all about living in the present And also just being mindful in your everyday life and making sure you're being present in the moment and not thinking too far ahead or not thinking too much into the past because this is something that I am so guilty of doing and I do this on an everyday basis if I'm honest and I often have to catch myself out and think to myself, 
are you living in the present or are you living in the past? Is this something like you can control right now? Because if it's not, then maybe it's not really worth thinking about. So I want to start off by sharing some quotes that I found when I was doing some research because I find that when I look up quotes, it just puts so much into perspective because sometimes I know what I'm thinking, but I find it really hard to explain what I'm thinking. So when I read a quote, it just makes everything make so much more sense. So this one is by an author called Micro thumb. I think that's how you pronounce his name. And he said, the present moment is the only thing where there is no time. It is the point between the past and the future. It is always there and it is the only point we can access in time. Everything that happens, happens in the present moment. Everything that ever happened and will ever happen can only happen in the present moment. It is impossible for anything to exist outside of it. And this quote just really resonated with me because I just think it is so, so true. Often we can just be looking forward to the future so much. And I think it's so great to have goals for the future. You guys know that I love having goals. I have a vision board right next to me and I'm always looking forward to something in the future. But I think it's important to know that you have to take steps to get to that place. You can't just get there straight away and just think, oh, when I'm at that place, everything will be better. Because I know that often I think that way. I often think when I reach a certain goal, everything will be better. But in reality, you have to enjoy the journey and you have to remember that change only happens in the present. So if you're wanting to reach a certain goal in the future, you have to act upon it now and not just wait around. I hope that makes sense, but I just thought it was a really nice quote. The next quote is, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. And that's why it's called present. I really like this just because like of the pun, obviously, because gift and present mean the same thing. I don't know who that quote's by, but I think it's so true and a massive reality check because at the end of the day, yesterday is dead. It's never happening again. You know, like once you've lived that moment, you're never getting that moment back. And tomorrow is a mystery. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So the only thing you can control is right now. So you want to make sure you're living each moment to the fullest and to the happiest because you don't know if you will have a tomorrow. Sorry to get really deep and meaningful there, but it is so true. And sometimes you have to stop and reflect on that and think, okay, am I doing something now that I want to be doing? Like, is this serving me? Is this providing me value currently? Because at the end of the day, you don't know which day is going to be your last. So you have to make sure you embrace every single day like it's a gift And make sure you're embracing the present like it's a gift. I was trying to like make light on that pun then, but I don't know if that really worked. But you guys know what I mean. So I thought that was a really nice quote too. But yeah, like I said, I don't know who that quote was by. I actually don't know who said this next quote as well, but I really liked it. And it's the secret of health for both the mind and the body is not to mourn for the past, not to worry about the future or to anticipate troubles, but to live in the present moment wisely and earnestly. And I just think this is really true as well. I think there's no point worrying about the past. I know I do this a lot. Honestly, this is something I've been talking about today. I often find myself revisiting the past, honestly, like a flashback sometimes and I'll be reliving moments and like, what is the point in reliving? those moments because they're not going to happen again. The only thing you can control is the now and the way you react in the future and the way you move forward. So I think it's best for your overall mind and body if you don't worry about the past. And also worrying about the future doesn't do anything for you either, really. 
I am really bad with worrying about the future. I suffer with a lot of anxiety and I have my whole life. And now I'm thinking about it. There's quite a few things at the moment that I am worrying about. And this is a big reality check for me. And it's really making me think, Ella, like you really don't need to worry because you don't know how these things are going to turn out because they haven't happened yet. So there's no point worrying about them because they haven't happened. And then when like I worry before they happen, I feel like, I'm almost attracting bad things to happen to that situation, if that makes sense. So it's so much better just being in the present and just not stressing about what's to come because you just don't know what will happen. So in saying all of that, I just want to reiterate, I hope you guys don't think that I'm saying that you can never think about your past or your future because I think that is a very human thing to do and it's very, very healthy But there's a difference between dwelling on the past and reflecting on the past. And I also just think it's great to find a healthy balance and just be very aware of where your mind is going. Because the problem is, if you're not aware of where your thoughts are going, then that's when it can become detrimental. So I think it's also important not to obsess over the past or the future because then it starts to dictate your present. And I am so guilty of this because there could have been an incident that happened in my past. And at the end of the day, that is in the past. But I will still obsess over that incident and let it control things in my current reality. And this is something that I'm currently having to kind of deal with and work through. But, you know, it is obviously human to think about the past, but you just have to catch yourself out and think, is this worth my energy and my time? Like, should I just be thinking about something else? Because if you're thinking about something in the past that's making you unhappy, it's it's just not really worth it, is it? So I think you just want to be very intentional and mindful with your thoughts and make sure you're just aware of where they're going and where you're putting your energy. You guys might be wondering what I mean when I say living in the past because you might not even know you're doing it, but it's something that I've realized that I do quite a lot. And it's not even just thinking about an experience. It's also just thinking about a time in my life because often I will end up thinking about the past and comparing myself to an old version of myself and wondering if I could be that version again. Does that make sense? I don't know if anyone else has ever done this, but if you've ever had a time in your life that you know, was really, really good and that's how you remember it, you remember all like the highlights, you don't remember like the bad times. Often you can see that as like your ideal version of yourself, I guess. And then you can compare yourself to that old version. And I sometimes find myself falling in that trap of comparing myself to my younger self and different experiences I had at that age. And I think to myself, oh, why don't I have that thing now that I had back then? But I've had to come to terms with the fact that I'm not living in the past anymore. I'm in the present. I'm 22 year old Ella. I'm not 16 year old Ella. I'm not going to be the same size as I was when I was 16. I can go up a size in my clothing. That is completely normal because you are quite a bit older than your 16 year old self. And I just need to come to terms with the fact that I am living in the present. I am me now and I'm not me in the past. I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but this is something that I have realized lately. And I've noticed that even I'll compare myself to how I used to act when I was younger. I was like, oh, I was so much more confident then. And I was so much more like this and that. 
And honestly, I've changed. I've grown up. My interests have changed and I need to stop comparing myself to my old self and focus on the now and the future. Another example of living in the past is doing things because you knew that it once made you happy. I don't know if I could say that I personally can relate to this situation, but I know a lot of people do do this because they know that something once made them happy. So they're like, oh, it should make me happy now. But in reality, you do change and different experiences happen in your life, which makes you change as a person and you might not like that thing anymore. So you just have to kind of go with the flow and accept the fact that maybe what you once loved isn't what you love anymore. And you just need to be in tune with yourself now and make sure you're doing things for your current self. Another example of living in the past is one that I definitely do. And that is wondering if I could have done things differently. I'm sure we all do this. I don't know about you guys, but often I will have a situation happen and afterwards I'll like reflect on it and just think to myself, oh, I wonder if I could have done that differently. And often I'll just think subconsciously about this. And obviously it is good to reflect and learn and grow, but you just need to be careful and know when you're self-sabotaging because sometimes you can just be too self-critical on yourself and overthink the situation. I am personally such a people pleaser and sometimes I worry about a social interaction that I've had and I'm like oh I really hope I didn't upset them I hope they didn't think this of me and like I just need to just stop thinking about it because in reality that person probably isn't coming away from that interaction thinking those things maybe they are but like a lot of people don't do that but I'm the type of person who will dwell on a social interaction and be like oh I hope they didn't think this of me I hope they like me and I just need to be like stop being a people pleaser you did the best you could and move forward. There's no point dwelling on the past. Here's me being a people pleaser now. And I just want to say that I really hope the audio is okay in this episode because I'm having to record in the middle of the day. And that means that people are home and also the road is really busy outside. There's lots of cars going by. So there's not really much I can do about it. Unfortunately, I really, really want to try and find a quieter place to record. It's a really tricky situation, honestly. So it's something that I'm trying to work on, but it's really hard when you live in a house um, of six people. But yeah, something we're working on. So I hope the audio is okay, but I just wanted to quickly jump in here and just let you guys know that. Anyway, back to what I was saying, they are some examples of how we sometimes live in the past. We often don't know we're doing it, but it is something that's kind of ingrained in us and we do quite subconsciously. So you might be wondering why we actually have the habit of living in the past. And I did a bit of research on this because I was genuinely curious myself. So from doing my research, what I found is often why we live in the past is because it's familiar and we know what happened. And I think this is so true. And when I read this, I was like, aha, like that makes so much sense. We often refer to the past because we know what the end result is. We know how we reacted. We know what happened. So often we'll like have flashbacks and think back to times because you know, you know what the whole situation is, you know, like the start and the end, but we don't know what's going to happen in the future. And we don't know what's going to happen in the current situation. So it's kind of comforting to think back to something that happened in the past. But in reality, I know I keep saying past, I'm really sorry, this could be a drinking game. But 
that is the past. So the same thing might not happen in the future. I just think that is so interesting and so true. And another reason that I found is because you were clinging on to a specific period from your past because you don't feel like there is anything in the present or future that could possibly compare or be better. And I think that's really sad, but it is true because I think sometimes we could have had such a positive experience in the past that you think nothing could be better than this. And I guess an example, not that this example applies to me, but I know this happens to a lot of people in relationships. They'll end up breaking up with their partner and then they don't want to look for anyone else because they're like, nobody's better than that person. And I feel like this is something you see a lot in the movies and there are so many examples that apply to this, but I do think it is quite dangerous to get stuck in the past and think this way. And to be honest, I think I felt this way as well because I felt like this way towards maybe my YouTube channel because I definitely had my peak with my channel a few years ago when it wasn't as saturated and it was when I was at school and my channel really took off from doing back to school videos and just like relatable school themed videos. But then when I finished, that audience kind of dropped off. And yeah, I guess it was a bit of a reality check for me. And I felt like, oh, I've had my peak. I'll never have that again. But that's such a limiting thought, isn't it? Because who knows, I might have another peak again in the future. But if I think that way, it's just really restricting me. And honestly, it's just not leading me to success. It's kind of leading. 
earlier on if we can. So then we don't have to, you know, relive those moments further down the track because then that brings you back to the past and stops you moving forward. I know it's easier said than done. And it's something that I'm having to try and work on myself because I often refer to things in my past, but I have to think, honestly, if I dealed with those things maybe a while ago, maybe they wouldn't be coming up now. But yeah, it is really, really hard. And I think talking to people about these things really helps. The past is a dangerous territory, honestly. And when it comes back up, sometimes it can be really hard to move past. So if you can deal with it early on, then that will help you so much down the track. Also, like I was saying earlier, there is a difference between dwelling on the past and reflecting on it. I think we can learn so much from self-reflection and seeing how far we've come because it's so nice when we take a moment just to sit back and see how far we've come. And I don't think people do this enough and it's something we should all do a lot more because often we have to remind ourselves that honestly, we are the person today that our younger self visualized. And when I really think about this, it is so, so true. My younger self really, really wanted me to do YouTube. And if I could tell my younger self that I was doing it as a job, my younger self would not believe it. And sometimes it's so easy to forget that and dismiss it and just be like, oh yeah, like let's move on to the next goal. But I sometimes have to sit back and be like, wow, like honestly, it's crazy how things happen and how you can think something at one point and then the next minute you've got it and you don't even realize. And this honestly relates to things like finishing school. Like remember when we were at school and everyone was wanting to finish? The next minute we're finished and we're like, oh my gosh, I am the person now that my younger self was so looking forward to being. And then now I'm looking forward to the next step and the next step. And we will continue to do this for the rest of our life because it's human nature to be constantly looking forward and striving for the next goal. But it is is very healthy to reflect and see how far you've come and look at the positives, not the negatives. I think when you're looking at the past in a negative way, that's when it's unhealthy. But when you look at it in a positive way and how much you've grown, that is so amazing. Like, honestly, I encourage you guys to sit down and think, what were some goals that your younger self had for yourself? Wait, did that make sense? Some goals that you set for yourself when you were younger and just see how far you've come. Honestly, I'm sure you can think of so many things and just be really proud of yourself and sit in that for a moment because it's pretty amazing how we are constantly moving forward, but we don't even realize. And if you don't take that time just to sit in this moment and appreciate it, your future self will be annoyed at you because I don't know about you, but sometimes I look back at myself when I was at school and I'm like, I wish you enjoyed that moment more. And I'm sure my future self will say that about the present me and be like, I wish Ella enjoyed when she was 22 more. So I think it's important to take a step back and reflect and be really grateful for where you are in your life. So one of the things that inspired me to do a podcast episode on this topic is the book that I'm currently reading. So I'm reading a book called Breaking the Habits of Being Yourself. And it's so interesting. The author talks a lot about how you can create a new life by changing your habits in your everyday life and changing your thoughts. And he gets into a lot of the science behind this and so much detail. But I just thought this was so interesting. And he talks a lot about how thinking about the past isn't 
often very useful and just thinking on autopilot also isn't useful. So challenging your thoughts and thinking new things can really help you move forward and create the life that you want in the future. So, I mean, look, he gets into the details and explains all about like the quantum physics and all that kind of stuff. But look, I'm not going to go into all of that myself, but he said that research has shown that with a clear intent and elevated emotion, we can affect matter. So basically we can affect the universe and we can attract things into our life. So if we're thinking things and feeling things with a clear intent, then we're way more likely to make things happen. And as you guys know, I don't know if I've talked about it in a podcast, but with manifestation, if you have a thought, then often that thought provokes a feeling and then that feeling is what's going to manifest something into your life. So if we can really control our thoughts and think about where our mind is going, we can control so much in our life. And so I guess this is just a reminder that our thoughts create our reality. So we should really try and work on them because honestly, we wake up every morning like an unconscious computer program and we just start running straight away, thinking the same thoughts, same behaviors, and we just have the same feelings. And the author says, no wonder we keep getting the same results if we're just thinking the same things, feeling the same things and just doing the same thing. So it's important to change things up and continue to move forward. Otherwise you will keep getting the same results. And I feel like this relates to this topic because I'm talking about how like living in the past isn't good because it means you can't keep moving forward and it will stop you from attracting new good things into your current situation and your future because you're so focused on the past. So that will signal the universe that you want more of what's happened in the past and inevitably you will get more of those things and they could be quite negative things. So I think you just have to be really mindful where your mind is going. So we've talked a lot about how living in the past can be detrimental, but now I want to talk a little bit about how living in the future can also be detrimental. And I'm not going to lie, I hate to admit this because I'm one of these people who really struggles with not thinking about the future because I'm so excited for the stage of life that involves getting married, living in a house and having kids. I'm just so excited. I feel like I'm just born to be a mom and that's just kind of my calling in life. But I do have to often just stop myself and say, Ella, there's no need to rush. It will happen when it happens. And don't just try and fast track things and just enjoy where you are now because honestly, it will come eventually, but I just know it will come in due time and you just can't have things when you want it. You have to be patient. And I know that I'll look back at myself in the future and be like, Farah, Ella, you should have just focused on being 22 and enjoyed that. So here's my message to myself and my little pep talk to myself to say, Ella, just enjoy being 22, you know, Marriage and kids and babies will come in time, but just enjoy the current present moment for now. I think it's just important to trust the universe and trust that you're taking the right steps every day to get you closer to your goals, but you also can enjoy the journey. And often when you're focusing too much on the future, it can actually lead to stress and then negative thinking because you worry about how you're going to get there and if you can even achieve your goals. I know I do this. Sometimes I get myself so worked up because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to achieve those things. And I'm just like saying really negative things. So then like, honestly, if I keep that up, it might not happen. So I need to just kind of be optimistic and put it out to the universe that those things are going to happen. 
and it will happen in due time. Like I've said before, the only moment that you can control is the current. So you can choose to ignore the current moment and completely waste it. But at the end of the day, the present moment is all you can control. So you might as well take action now and do things in the present and just make yourself happy. And of course, it's great to be excited about the future, but it doesn't mean you can't be excited about the now because everything you're doing now in your everyday life is getting you that little bit closer to your future goals. So I did my research to find out why we are like this and why we like to think ahead in the future. And it all dates back to when we were surviving in the wilderness and, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago when we had to basically fight to survive and we had to constantly think ahead about what precautions could happen. And if you were too calm and relaxed while you're sitting on a rock and you're sharpening your spear, then you might not hear the footsteps of a wild cat approaching you from behind. So you have to be very focused and be thinking ahead. You can't be just relaxed and like not thinking about the things that could happen. But in this day and age, we don't need to be as precautious as we did back then. But obviously it's human nature to stay the same and we are still very alert and we're on guard in case anything happens and we're always thinking ahead. So that's why we're always still thinking about the future and this is why we often get anxious about things that haven't happened yet because humans are fearful of the unknown. But yeah, I feel like that makes sense as to why we like to live in the future. It's just a thing that humans love to do and honestly, it is so exciting to keep looking forward and have goals. You always need to be progressing but I think at the same time, it's good to be present in the moment and just trust that you'll get to the place that you want to be in the future. So now I want to share some tips that I've come up with for being present and mindful in each moment. So the first one is to not compare yourself to someone else's stage of life. And I talked a little bit about this at the start of this podcast, but like I said, you can't compare your stage of life to somebody else's. So you can't expect for your chapter one to be the same as someone else's chapter 20. Everyone is in a different stage of life and we're just moving at our own pace. We have our own goals and our own future and you can't compare yourself and like I said I think since we have social media it's so easy to compare ourselves to other people and think oh they already live out of home I should be living out of home but it doesn't mean that you have to be as well. It will come in time. Set that as a goal and it will happen, but you don't have to be doing it at the exact same time as them. This is definitely something I personally struggle with because I'll see on social media people who I aspire to be like and people who are in the same industry as me and I'll compare myself and think, oh, why can they work with that brand and I can't? But Honestly, if I'm thinking like that, I'm just setting myself up for failure. And we're different people. We're on different paths and in different stages of life. And this is something I've only really realized recently. And yeah, you just really can't compare yourself because you're your own unique person. You're on your own path and you can set yourself your goals and you can be influenced by people and they can give you ideas, but you can't expect to just have things straight away. Set it as a goal and intention and work towards it slowly and enjoy the journey. My next tip is dreaming about the future is only productive when combined with action taken today. Make sure to appreciate the present with each action you take and know that it's getting you closer to a goal. And so I guess this tip is just reminding you guys to be mindful with each thing that you do and just remember that it is getting you closer to where you want to be in the future. 
but you just have to enjoy the journey like I said before and honestly you can dream about the future all you want it's so great to set vision boards write down your goals but in reality if you don't start taking action now it's going to take a whole lot longer to reach the things that you want in the future my next tip is that you can't fully appreciate today if you worry too much about tomorrow oh my gosh this is something that I need to hear so much right now. I then said, realize that tomorrow is going to happen whether you worry about it or not. And since worry has never accomplished anything for anybody, redirect your mental energy elsewhere. Amen. Honestly, I feel like I need to print that out and put it on a wall because I feel like I worry about tomorrow so, so much. And I really don't need to. I just need to take every day and every second as it comes and just be so much more present. Honestly, when you're so much more aware of what you can control in the now, it just stops you from worrying about the future so much more. So, Yeah, I really encourage you guys to take that advice on board as well. Tip number four is to forgive past hurts. So if you're harboring resentment towards another human being because of past hurts, you should try and choose to forgive them and move on because the harm was their fault, but allowing it to impact your mood today is yours. So let go and choose to be in the present moment instead. So this is something I also really need to hear at the moment and is so, so true because, you know, other people can try and hurt you and the past can try and hurt you, but it's how you react today that really dictates how you should feel. And this is something I'm constantly trying to remind myself and I'm sure you guys can relate to this as well. Well, let me know if you can, because look, I don't think I'm the only one who can relate to these things. But yeah, I think forgiveness is amazing. You can forgive, but you don't have to forget. But forgiveness is the best way to move forward. Tip number five is to do mindful tasks each day, such as meditating, breath work, yoga, going for a walk, practicing gratitude, setting daily intentions, and focusing on your senses. I actually did a whole video on my YouTube channel where I talked about these things. It's called my manifestation routine. Actually, I think it's called my law of attraction routine. I changed the title. So if you want to see the mindful tasks that I do every single day, you can check out that video. But I feel like when you do tasks like this, it really reminds you of what's going on around you and the things that you can be grateful for now. I love writing my gratitude list in the morning. It helps me so, so much. It makes me realize that there's so much to be grateful for. So I think doing very mindful tasks like that can really bring you back to the present. The next tip is to set aside time to do nothing and enjoy it. Don't feel guilty or feel like you should be doing something for your future self. Take care of your current self and enjoy your life. And I think this is so true as well because we often keep working and pushing ourselves because we're like, oh no, my future self will have a break but you need to take a break now and enjoy the moment now don't just wait for the future and be like oh like you know when I've worked hard enough for it then I can have a break no you need to take breaks now because you will burn out and when you take breaks you can be so much more appreciative of the moment and you'll show up so much better so this is something that I really like to prioritize and I found makes a massive difference in my everyday life because if I don't take a break I start to resent the things around me and then I'm constantly looking forward and wanting something new but if I take time to stop and reflect and just appreciate what I have 
I'm just so much happier being in the present moment. And my last tip is just to listen. Make sure when you're having a conversation with someone, you're listening to what they're saying and you're not getting distracted and you're just really present in the moment. Obviously, the person that you're talking to can tell if you're not present, but it will just make you feel so much better too and you'll have a much more meaningful conversation and you'll just get so much more out of it. So that is something that I really encourage you guys to do. Just try and be more mindful with listening instead of thinking and talking because I know I can do this. Sometimes I'm just like such a talker and I need to remind myself, no, Ella, you need to stop and listen. So they are seven tips to help you guys be more mindful and present in your everyday life. I really, really enjoyed this conversation and I feel like it was very therapeutic for me to talk about this topic and I hope you guys enjoyed it as well and you may be related and you got something out of it. If you did enjoy it, I would absolutely love if you could leave a review, give me five stars, that would mean the world and also subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you think somebody else would really benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them because it will really help my podcast out. Also, you could share it on your Instagram stories. I love seeing you guys tag me in your stories. It honestly makes my day because I guess there's not too many ways that we can really interact with the podcast because I don't have like a comment section. So when I hear your feedback, It just makes it feel so worth it because I really enjoy doing this podcast. And when you guys tell me that you're enjoying listening, it just makes me so, so happy. So I would absolutely love it if you could share it, give it five stars. That just really, really supports me. But anyway, if you want to see more of me, you can head over to my Instagram, which is just Ella underscore Victoria, or you can check out our Instagram, which is the Inspired Mind podcast. That's where I ask you guys, what's been inspiring you. So if you would like me to read out anything that's been inspiring you in a future episode, you can either DM me or I'll usually put something on my story close to when I'm recording asking you guys what's been inspiring you and you can let me know and I'll read it out in a future episode. Also, I have a YouTube channel where I show my daily life. It's just called Ella Victoria. And I guess that pretty much sums me up. But again, I hope you guys loved this episode and it inspired you. Remember to stay present. This has very much inspired me to do that. And I'll speak to you guys in my next episode. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.